0: A Playlist Original
1: Hey you guys, I'm Steven. I'm Giselle. And we are the Lover's Passport and welcome back to another episode of Unfiltered Adventures. Today we have some fun new stuff for you guys. We are coming to you from Puerto Vallarta and we just got done visiting Miami Art Week or Miami Art Basel as they say.
0: This has been our last like back-to-back trip of the year before the holidays. So a little bittersweet but also very excited to take some time off and enjoy the holidays from home. Our entire friend group has a bet that we won't be able to last through the end of the year without traveling again so we'll see how that goes.
1: Yeah, I think they probably are going to be, well, I don't know, we might book another trip overseas, but right now I think that we will probably be hanging out at home. This year has been an amazing travel year, been able to go to over 10 countries. We've been able to go to, I don't even know how many states, tons of road trips, miles flown, but this trip is kind of a fun one to end off on. So, well, let's just jump right into it. If you don't know what Miami Art Basel is, it's like a, a big art festival basically that happens out in Miami every single year I don't know if this is completely true but we learned the history a little bit more of like how that area in Miami became so artistic and Wynwood especially it is extremely extremely art driven it was amazing to be able to walk through there and see all the graffiti art to see the murals because especially in California where we live we don't get too much of the mural scene or the we do get a lot of graffiti but it's not necessarily like beautiful artistic graffiti unless you go to like Santa Monica
0: yeah I mean it was very- very interesting. Before we left, our friend Marissa had put up like a thing like anyone know what Art Basel is and how to get tickets? Like how does everyone get down there? And I responded back as like we're going for a client we have no idea what it is. So I think everyone knows what it is as like a celebrity PR event kind of thing, but we really had no idea what we we're getting into.
1: Yeah, no idea at all. We were actually working with Ray-Ban Stories and Meta. If you haven't seen us talk about them, they are so cool. You basically have regular sunglasses or they have clear lenses as well that second as blue light glasses and you can record and take videos directly from them so that was the main reason we were going out there was for a job but it was also really cool to see all the art stuff behind it and it was really interesting to see all the different companies every single company it felt like had some type of activation or some type of talk or something going on out there with all the festivities it was very interesting
0: I feel like it's kind of become like Coachella where Coachella isn't even like a event for the music anymore it's more about the fashion and like how cute your outfit can be whereas Art Basel's like it should be about the art but I feel like everyone's kind of made it about the parties and like the activations and the brand stuff so that's at least what I got
1: yeah, And I mean, so we flew into Miami and right away, I feel like if you've ever been to Miami, it's such an interesting culture. In my opinion, it's a step above Vegas now. It like, reminds
0: me of Grand Theft Auto, like very extra. <laughs> Wait, that is, <laughs> that is like,
1: such a good descriptor of it. Like
0: I didn't play that much GTA as a kid, but that's whenever I walked in, my brother's playing that. I was like, it looks like they're in Miami or Vegas or something.
1: Yeah, just the amount of, I don't know, I feel like everything there is so extra. Like, you see more Lamborghinis driving around there than anywhere else in the U.S. The Ferraris, the car scene, the expensive food scene. Steven
0: stopped every, like, two blocks to go geek out over new cars. They were so
1: cool. And the cars there, like, they remind me of the Dubai cars. Like, if you're driving around Dubai, you see like, plated gold Mercedes, or like, pink Ferraris, or like, leopard colored Lamborghinis. Everything there is just so unique, because people have so much money there. I feel like taking the Ubers and taking the taxis around there and talking to your Ubers is a great way to kind of gauge what the city's about and what the cities are like. We had a wide, wide range <laughs> of the Ubers that were taking us around to the areas.
0: I think 99% of them, we all thought we were going to get in the car crash and die. <laughs> like <laughs> There were like two really good Uber drivers the whole time. But it's kind of like, we acquainted it to Dubai earlier in the extra scene, but it's also like that in the driving scene. Like people are very aggressive. I've never heard people honk their horns so much or so unnecessarily in one weekend. And I'm from Los Angeles. So like that's saying something. <laughs> I do think the traffic and the like drivers were as bad backplace if not way more than, than I would, L.A.
1: I would say they were much more aggressive than L.A. One of our Uber drivers, for instance, we're chatting with him and we're talking about a five lane freeway right now. And we're on like the far right lane. We're driving and we're having like a normal conversation with him. And all of a sudden we just start drifting and we're like, okay, he's just merged into the left lane. No, he goes five lanes across. And after that, he's like, oh wait, I meant to
0: get off here. <laughs> I meant
1: to get off here and swerves all five lanes back. We all were like, we are going to die. What is, what is happening right now? And and then that same Uber driver we're pulling up our hotel is doesn't necessarily have like a great drop off point for where we were staying in downtown Miami. So when we got there, he literally just stopped in the middle of the road.
0: Didn't put on his blinkers or like anything, and then there's an entire row of non-stop honking horns and he's just like la di da di da. And as they drive away, they keep honking at him and he keeps honking back. So it was like a whole like honk battle.
1: And he didn't say anything to us. He's like, "Sorry guys." He was just like, "Okay, everyone out." They were, I feel like it was just so normal there but I feel like if you've ever been to Miami you you totally understand what we're talking about the hustle and bustle I feel like it's not like New York in a sense but it is kind of louder
0: like, than New York <laughs> like everyone I feel like in New York everyone puts their head down you know you're hustling but you're more to yourself whereas Miami's like look at me look at me you that's know? a
1: great way they're just as loud as New Yorkers but Everyone cares if you're allowed if you like are doing something big or wearing something bold Everyone wants to go and see what you're doing I feel like we should start intro our little part about meta house with the dress Or was it the dress code for all of miami art week that you sent me?
0: Oh, yeah, okay So we literally had no idea what this event was about So I did some research on like what are we supposed to pack because I genuinely had no idea and the vibes The outfits I, okay to be fair I feel like this is much more applicable to celebrities going to these kinds of things that our actually have the money to buy this crazy expensive art but the vibe was like 80s miami vice meets like neon great gatsby so that's how extra we're already talking before we even get there
1: yeah i'm, I'm sitting there editing videos having fun we, we're enjoying our rest week back home <laughs> and all of a sudden g sends me this dress code and i was like uh i've seen great gatsby one time everything in the movie was gold and like sheer shiny but that,
0: that wasn't the event we were going to like that was for just certain like Miami Art Week events or fashion influencers saying that's what you should wear, you know? Yeah,
1: this is like, I feel like it's a big event. Not a red carpet style event, but kind of like that.
0: There's a ton of celebrities that come in town. Yeah, like we... we had Doja Cat at our activation that we went to. There was like Cardi B and all these other rappers. Leonardo and...
1: DiCaprio was there to buy art. There w- It brings Drake apparently through like a big party there the night that we got there. So it was just insane how much of a pull this area has. I feel like in reality... The art week is supposed to be like super artsy and like appreciating all these things. But like G said earlier, it's just a big week of parties. It gives everyone an excuse because all their friends want to be there and be like, oh, look at this painting I bought. It's extra exclusive. It's so
0: pretentious. I don't know. I, (laughs) it's funny too, because I, as a photographer, I do feel like we're considered artists, but modern art. And this week in particular, like we went to go check out the art and everyone's so like, oh, my nose is high. Like, look at me. I have a stick up my butt. Yeah, it, (laughs) it was just,
1: it was a completely different clientele than what we're used to. Like normally we're sitting around the campfire hanging out with our friends like where we're going on a hike meeting other travelers up there that just hiked 10 miles and we're like okay this is awesome where are you from what are you doing out here and we're talking about our gear like it's just a completely different environment rather than like going to a show like this be like yo where is that dress from and someone would be like oh my friend made it it's one of a kind she actually painted all the designs on it i was like what I'm wearing like $20 shorts from Walmart. (laughs) Yeah,
0: it definitely felt like some fish out of water. But I mean, it was definitely still cool to experience. So we got there on a Thursday. For some reason, all the events start during the middle of the week
1: well it runs from November 29th all the way through December 3rd so we got there I feel like two days after like the initial event started but it was like a Monday Tuesday Wednesday or something so when we arrived on Thursday already there was so much traffic and like you could just tell there was something going on in the city
0: yeah and then so we immediately got to our hotel our room wasn't ready so we were just like hanging out for a while and then immediately had to get Ready pretty fast, and then we had to get wristbands to go into our activation. This was the first night was our like VIP party that we went to, and since we were filming stuff for our clients, we got like little talent wristbands, which theoretically theoretically should have gotten us in to the whole weekend's like events and things with no problem and we also had to get like a second wristband but we didn't know that it um, was hilarious
1: so we we pull up to the quote-unquote meta house it's like this big thing that i
0: think it's a temporary activation
1: it, yeah it might be a temporary activation or people might live there or i don't know it was a pretty cool space but when we got there imagine like normally there's like a line right to filter in and people check your qr code, so you have the right wristband you're allowed to go in and we were under the talent section of getting into this area. So we show up and there's a gate and all of us are like, huh, what what's this going on we were told to get there by like eight o'clock so we waited around for like an hour and a half and then finally they were like okay if you have a talent wristband with another purple wristband you're allowed to come in so we start going in we're with a group of eight of us so we all start getting ready to go in we're like okay finally after waiting for this ridiculous amount of time behind the bars there was a couple hundred people all sitting there there were cops going off there were like insane cars it was just it felt like something out of a movie so finally we start going in and all of our friends make it in Giselle me you're like wait we don't we don't have one of those purple wristbands they didn't give them to us so our contact gives Giselle one is like (gasps) I don't, I don't have any extras. So Giselle gets to go into the thing and I'm just I'm just left standing there. Steven's
0: right. all alone and, we're, and like everyone else <laughs> is waiting. Like, what do we do? We can't just leave Steven.
1: It was comical so, because the, the security cards were like, this guy put it into perfect perspective. He was next to me and he's like, bro, these security cards are trying to do so much more than their pay grade. Like, I always think of the trash man. Like, trash man makes as much money as he wants, but when he's driving down, he's not going to go out of his way to like get out of his car and pick up other side trash on the side of the road. His job is to go get all the trash cans throw it away like that's what he's paid to do so i feel like the security guards were obviously they were getting paid to do what they were supposed to but they were doing a lot i don't know i like feel like they were, were doing so much working, extra
0: they were people working for meta that were not being let in it was so weird so <laughs> we had to wait like in another 30 minutes because nobody could get steven wristband until they started letting like the guest list when which we were also on the guest list and so he had to wait in another line just to get there so the whole rest of the group went off and i waited for steven with our other friend and then he finally got in 30 minutes later and then we had to go wait on another line and then finally get steven a van from that line it's just like a lot of waiting around for a couple of hours i
1: feel like in as a whole that's what the whole art week felt like it was like a lot of waiting in lines just trying to get in and then when you get somewhere or you finally make it to the food spot or you finally make it into the art gallery you're like oh okay
0: yeah, it's like it's like Disneyland almost. You know, like, like those
1: clubs that you go to and they on purpose make a huge line to make it feel like it's extra exclusive. But then when you finally get into the club, you're like, it's, like it's empty. It's <laughs> honestly not that busy in here. What's going on?
0: Yeah, that's kind of how the whole weekend went. But finally, was, once we fun. got
1: in, it was very interesting. Like the I don't know, modern art and like the new age of like VR and augmented reality and like
0: And NFTs. I don't
1: know. It's like completely change the art space so for us I'm used to like walking in and seeing like these beautiful paintings that someone worked on for like three or four months and it's like in the
0: renaissance yeah (laughs) it's like
1: like for me that's what I call like incredible art like trying to paint something but make it look as close to a photo as possible i think that's amazing and there's so many beautiful painters in the world and i appreciate that a lot or like very very interesting things but i don't know we've never really got into the whole nft space and like digital collectibles and stuff so it was it was cool to appreciate and cool to see because that's a lot of what Meta's pushing is a lot of the augmented reality and the virtual reality style stuff in there almost like you're playing with legos we got to do like a virtual reality sculpting class
0: that was really cool yeah, it I thought very, that was really awesome it
1: was like so interesting to see where they're going but I would never have appreciated something like that if I didn't get to do the actual workshop yeah, know.
0: definitely. Like I think it's going to be hard to market for their audience like in the future because a lot of people aren't going to have that experience to try it out.
1: Yeah, basically but, yeah. what it is is let you get like two controllers and you can draw whatever you want. And the cool part about it is it doesn't take up any resources since it's all digital. So you don't have to well, I remember when I was a kid I wanted to build like this massive Lego set, but I didn't have that many Legos. And honestly, Legos are a little expensive. So it being able to like have this as a kid and build whatever my imagination can do or let's say you're doing construction and obviously you can write out something on a piece of paper or do it on a computer but being able to go in and actually build it and see it on a 3D scale and be able to wipe it out or make it just like you want i thought it was a very very interesting idea
0: yeah i really liked that workshop and then the other workshop we did with virtual reality was like a tasting it was a couple cor- or couple course it's like a little bite sized course per round and you're wearing vr goggles and you're in totally random like scenarios and the space keeps changing for 45 minutes and you never know like there's like instruments falling next to you and then all of a sudden you're on a cliff and then it it felt like like a I don't know a crazy drug dream I I I wouldn't know like if you were on mushrooms I have no idea what that's like (laughs) but like that's what I'd assume that's what it's like I don't know it was crazy and then you don't know what you're tasting they disguise the food that you're getting on this little goblet thing, and then you eat it and your brain cannot figure out what it is because you're not looking at it properly and you're not in your, like you're in your normal space, but your senses are in the VR world. So it was crazy. Yeah, it
1: was just such a different experience. I'm, we're both big foodies. We love food. We love like the, and I feel like when, when you're going into the food space, there's a lot of things to think about, right? It's like the atmosphere. Is there a violinist? Is it club music? Is there decorations up on the wall? Is it busy in a huge restaurant is it a smaller more exclusive restaurant like the atmosphere of what you create and then obviously the food like the food's got to be good and then the style of food the options like i'm a big fan of only having two or three options to pick from compared to having a ridiculous number of things to go and choose from and then going into like talking and being able to interact with the people around you like when you go to food i don't know about you but most of the time when i want to go and grab lunch or dinner with someone i want to chat and like what, how are you doing, be able to catch up. And I feel like the virtual reality kind of takes you out of being able to like sit there and chat with someone. But the cool thing is, is that you do get to do like your own solo experience, I feel like. Cause it, the experience that you get, like G was saying, you get food, you get headphones go over your ears and then you get the virtual reality glasses. So there was a few moments where like, I literally almost jumped out of my seat because the virtual reality was so good mixed with the sound. I feel like that in itself, was just as cool as an experience and the food was like the second part of it like oh and we also serve food i feel like it wasn't food first and then use virtual reality to enhance the food tasting i don't know what did you how do you feel about that
0: no i thought the point of the vr was to make it a sensory experience but there were so many gaps or like 10 minute gaps or so between each food thing where you're kind of just like sitting in this crazy world waiting for food while you're
1: yeah, maybe waiting. if it happened, so, I think like a perfect virtual reality experience for me at least in that would be you get to a restaurant, you order a drink, you hang out, you chat for like 30 minutes, and then they're like, Okay, your food is coming. And then you put the virtual reality on and you have your appetizer, and then immediately once you finish, you have your main course. Immediately once you finish, you have your dessert, okay, and then they have take to think, them off. This is not a restaurant. I know this I'm is just an saying, art exhibit. I'm talking <laughs> about for like the future though. If they make like a, if I see is that becoming like a new type of thing.
0: I don't know. I don't know if it will be a thing because we didn't use like like silverware, They didn't have plates. It was like this goblet that they put the food on. So I think if they actually wanted it to be a legit thing in the future, they'd definitely have to make the portion sizes bigger and they'd have to figure out how we could use a fork and a knife or a spoon to have like legit portion sizes. So I think it's just going to strictly stay art.
1: Yeah, it was, it was really interesting to see that though and then see all the other Miami places that we ate because everything there was definitely pushing the limit of like, this is what we want food experience to be like in the future. I feel like all the food there felt very artistic rather unless we were you know waited in the 45 minute taco line no
0: i i think that's bullshit i don't think it was i think you're extrapolating here i think the food was as extra as it needs to be like everywhere else was really really good but i don't think it's like this whole experience they're trying to make this this whole experience i don't know I thought it was, all the food in Miami was fantastic, but I don't think they're like pushing it to be artistic. I think they're just doing it to be extra.
1: I mean, that that's a good way. I mean, it's like Dubai. When we talked about going to Dubai, every time we describe it to someone, we're like, imagine ordering scramble eggs and they're like, throw gold on it. Or imagine ordering a regular margarita and they're like, we're gonna set it on fire. Everything's just a little extra, a little trying to be special. I mean, because most people I feel like are going to Miami to go on vacation or go party. It's not like they're going there to go hike a mountain or go, I mean, they might go lay on the beach. That is very nice too.
0: To describe this level of extra, we'll give you a little example of our experience at Art Basel, which was held at the Miami Beach Convention Center. So we went one day, and by one day, I mean like a half day. We went in the morning on our last day, and And there's all these beautiful art pieces some we consider you know I I don't know if I consider neon signs art guys like that's just another (laughs) side rant like we have a neon sign in our YouTube studio is that art debatable I don't know yeah I guess modern art is just not really like our cup of tea but there were definitely some really cool pieces not to bash all the pieces but there's some like you put like a pair of shoes on a pedestal boom art Like, I don't, I I don't know. I
1: feel like if you stand there and like the artist explain the meaning of what they were trying to evoke, I mean, I guess that's what art is trying to be, right? Is just evoke emotion or evoke a thought process when they do something. Right. So, I mean, like art, like let's say we take a photo of a volcano. What's the emotion we want people to feel when they see that? Like, whoa, I want to be able to go there. I want to see that insane lava. If maybe someone sees these decorated shoes and is like, whoa, I want to be strutting around Miami in them. That's art. I don't know. (laughs)
0: If you like modern art too, please do not be offended by any of our opinions. This is just us ranting. But, (laughs) anyways, we get to the main. Like every year in Miami Art Week, apparently there's like one piece that kind of steals the show. So this year it's this crazy ATM machine in the back corner of the exhibit. And what the artists did is they made this ATM machine and kind of tweaked it out where you put in your debit card and you're going to have to withdraw $20. And you take it out and then it takes a picture of you and it displays your assets on the screen of your checking account. And then it'll tell you, What rank you are out of everyone who's done it in terms of richness, which is just crazy. So the top guy on there, Diplo, if you guys are familiar with Diplo, he's a DJ. He held the top spot the day that we went there. He has three million dollars in his checking account. (laughs) Must be nice. And the one guy that was there that kept, like, all of us were standing around this ATM machine. We're like, who's gonna do it? Who's gonna do it? Who's gonna do it? We're not gonna do it because we don't have that much money in our account. And It just looks silly. But then this one guy walks up and tries like three times. And the machine just keeps like not working. Like I don't know if he's doing it wrong or whatever. But he finally withdraws everything. And then it goes boom, 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 high score. And this guy was number four on the leaderboard. He had like $850,000 just sitting in his checking account. We were like, holy shit, that's crazy. Like imagine how much money is everywhere else. But this guy's wife was so pissed that he did it. This is the level of extra. Like he he kept doing it even though the machine wasn't working. Like if it were me, if I tried and went error, I'd be like, oh, oh well, like walk away. You know, it's not a big deal. This guy like really wanted to make it on the leaderboard because I think he knew. He was like, mm, I'm going to get some clout for this. And then his wife was like, what are you thinking? Like, you just told all these people how much money you make, blah, blah, blah. And started yelling at him. It was pretty funny.
1: It was just comical. That was like the main thing that people wanted to see at Art Basel. <laughs> like,
0: I know. It's so weird.
1: Like, <laughs> if you go to that, that's what I'm talking about. Like If you are interested in art, I feel like it's really how you make people feel of after they experience your art. And it was so funny watching, there was literally a crowd just encircling this ATM. Like how exciting can an ATM be?
0: (laughs) <laughs> yeah that was the most popular exhibit which out of the whole like convention center's worth of art which is crazy yeah so. there,
1: there was easily a couple thousand pieces of art in there we were walking around for like 30 45 minutes and then we saw what maybe a couple dozen people walking around the rest of the convention center but instantly you start getting near the atm and, and boom, there were cracks. hundreds hundreds of people just standing around walking around everyone was like oh who's gonna do it next and it was funny too because the couple the lowest scores that we saw were like one cent or like zero dollars. We were like, did someone, did someone go up and like, mo- I wonder if they moved their money so they it wasn't in yeah, their checking account and it was like just, oh, I'm going to be funny. <laughs> I yeah. don't know.
0: So that's our experience at the actual convention center. So now that you guys kind of have the vibes.
1: I feel like that gives a really good example of yeah. Art Basel in general. <laughs> now that you have
0: the vibes of Art Basel and Art Week, we'll move over to the people because this was our first like legit quote, influencer, end quote, drip. Dun, um, dun, dun. I know. <laughs> and so we always, like, if you guys listened to our previous episodes, like, we don't like calling ourselves influencers, but.
1: We're content creators. We're content creators <laughs>
0: or professional photographers. But so for this event, it was very interesting because there were, like, no travel creators there. None. Like I don't think we recognize a single person outside of David Sue. David is it Su. David Sue? Yeah, I oh. always thought it was Su. David Su, who's rad. We got to meet with him and take a picture with him. is really cool. He's like a big posing guy on TikTok and Instagram, and he actually took the Instagram CEO's like new headshots, which is kind of fun. But that was the only guy we recognized, and then the whole rest of this people. Like I think there was a lot of GA. People there, but in terms of creators, no one else in our niche. So it was really fascinating. We were like, how did we end up here? Like we're outdoor creators. But it was still a really cool experience to chat with all these people in different niches because we don't really get to do that very often. So um the two other gals, Lisa and Lisa, we love them both, were in the fashion niche in Canada and then the art like pottery and lifestyle niche. Like in the uh, US. yeah, all the ceramics. She's both of the Lisa's were so cool. Lisa's if you're listening to this we love you guys and it's really interesting chatting with other people because you have no idea of what the other niches are like until you really like get to spend time with someone else for a while so we were with these gals for a couple days and it was interesting hearing about all the drama like the fashion niche and the lifestyle niche because I feel like travel is very chill everyone we meet in the travel space is so fun so cool with the exception of like two people that we've met, but they weren't Potentially like... Potentially three now. Potential, oh, <laughs> But yeah, like a handful of people out of the probably hundred creators plus that we've met. So it's usually like such a great experience meeting with other creators. And she, our friend was going in about like New York Fashion Week and how she went and how people are like super rude. They don't help each other out, take photos. They just kind of like judge each other. And I was like, wow, that would be like such a terrible experience like I don't know if I'd want to do content creation if our peers were like that you know
1: yeah it was it was very interesting chatting with them I feel like anytime we go and meet other content creators that are out there you really start to learn like how broad and how wide the whole everything about Instagram and TikTok and traveling or just content out there it was super interesting and it was really cool especially for us because we'd be walking around and we didn't know like half the people at the Meta House or half the people exploring around the Art Basel but there were tons and tons of people with millions of followers or these huge DJs or people that have massive influence in each of their own segments of their niche like for instance like G said we didn't see any other travel people there because it wasn't really their scene
0: it's not our scene (laughs) so I get
1: it (laughs) but it, it was still really interesting to see what it would be like if let's say you go to Revolve Week or if you go to New York Fashion Week or some of the big events in Europe I feel like it completely changed our persona of a lot of people because for us the few fashion people or the few lifestyle people we've met like it's a very different niche so we don't always like get not get along with them but it's just a completely different way of traveling or looking at things most of the time or when we just talk about what we want to do maybe we want to go on a 12 mile hike that day and go check out an epic waterfall where some people might just want to go to the mall and shop it's just very very different lifestyles maybe we should plan like is there any outdoor um influencer events or any outdoor I like I think
0: so. I feel like there's got to be I mean we get like press trips and fam trips all the time but this isn't like
1: but how sick would it be if like Re- rei through like a massive massive content creator br- and just there <laughs> were like there were tents everywhere there was like everyone
0: goes camping everyone okay, had like really airstreams
1: fun. there and like you that was that was what they put you up in was oh you get your own airstream this weekend or oh you get to stay in a mercedes sprinter van and we're all gonna go to like i we don't know we're that. all gonna go to canyon lands and just there's gonna be talks there's gonna be you know camp campfires there's, there's gonna be r- rock climbing workshops like how sick would it be if that was like a thing because i feel like right now it's not really a thing. Not a thing like i yeah. feel like you think of like fashion and all these like but i mean maybe outdoor it, week maybe it's because it's not as prestigious enough like who wants to go no one's
0: elite lead- it well okay i take that back I'm not going to say no one's elitist in the outdoor niche. No, yeah. are definitely de- there's, elitism. There's definitely a few, <laughs> a
1: few people that it's very clicky. If we were. I wouldn't
0: we, even say people. I'd say like brands and like people oh, that think you need to have the most expensive gear. It's usually old white men. I'm not going to lie. but Everything
1: must be Arterics.
0: Everything must be Arterics. <laughs> everything must be like over $500. And oh, if you, by the way, if you wear leggings, you cannot
1: hike. If you're another outdoor uh, content creator and you're listening to us, let us know. Should we make this happen? Should we all, should we all... Like we should
0: do a meetup, like that a would camping meetup. We don't need brands or fancy stuff.
1: That's true. That's true. Let's all pull out our, our Coleman tents. and I mean, we got <laughs> we got six tents ourselves. Imagine if everyone just brought their tents. We made a sea of tents, sent up the drone.
0: We just get a group campsite.
1: We're, we're planning this right now, guys. If you, if you are interested in coming to this outdoor content creator event, let us know. Shoot us a DM. Maybe share this episode with someone else and let, let them know to skip to minute 30 and listen to the the outdoor outdoor content creator (laughs) yeah i
0: actually think that'd be really fun i think that'd be cool not necessarily even with just outdoor creators but with outdoor people i i
1: I feel like it yeah that's that's a great way to describe it i feel like if let's say we had a hundred outdoor content creators and maybe each one of them had i don't know 5,000, 10,000 followers and above and they all posted like we're going to this thing in Utah for to hang out for five days like I'm curious how many people we could get to show up. See
0: I just don't think here's I think this is the reason why that it hasn't happened Miami you have a big city to play with you in New York you have a big city to play with the outdoors you can't fit uh, like that many people unless you rent out like an entire campground you know
1: I mean, you're not wrong.
0: Logistics are, are <laughs> happening here, guys. I don't know. I don't know. But anywho. Getting yeah. back
1: to Miami Art <laughs> Week. It was, I'm really happy that we got to go and experience it. Would we go back?
0: Uh, I mean, <laughs> we we were in Miami for Art Week last year when we were working with Norwegian Cruise Lines. And we had no idea what it was. So we just, like, did it go. We just stayed in the hotel. We were like, why aren't there, all these people here? And, like... Why is it so trafficy? So we just, like, stayed in our hotel. And then this year, I feel like it would have to have, like, a really cool exhibit to draw me in. I, I don't, don't know. know. I, I don't think it would be worth it again. It's one of those things where you should do it once just to say you did it, you know, and experience it. But then, yeah.
1: I don't know. If there was, like, a thousand exhibits, like the ATM, that were just comical and, like, very interesting, I feel like I'd be more inclined to go. If there was, like, that, like, whoever made that And if there's other people, that are like not pushing art. I feel like that's pushing like interesting comedy-esque brain thinking. I don't know. I feel like it really depends on what you describe as art. But I
0: think, like, I'd go to activations again that were, like, all the stuff I enjoyed the most weren't, like, the creator events at the middle of the night, you know, with the DJs and stuff. We kind of, like, didn't really go to all those. What I enjoyed the most was all the virtual reality workshops in the afternoon Yeah, where we got and, to, like, go do the tasting and the sculpting workshop and stuff.
1: And I feel like meeting all of those people and seeing where they're trying to push the boundary of everything because I feel like right now everyone's so comfortable and I feel like a lot of people aren't really jumping on the virtual reality or the augmented reality
0: I just didn't train. get it before doing it. Yeah this stuff. I feel like, like you
1: have to you have to really do it and put on the headset. And what I mean some people get motion sickness. Some people are like, oh this is totally lame like I don't know. I, I thought it was really, really cool. And I think in like 10, 20, maybe thirty years it'll be a much, much bigger thing. I think they're right on the cutting edge of like they're trying to make it a thing but not enough people have tried it yet
0: i think it will be good for the art space but i don't think vr is good for the social space there you go it's like encouraging you to like be in your own world instead of interacting with other humans and that's where people are getting a lot of flack when they're you know pushing all these products and stuff but i think it was i think it's cool. And I think it could go in a really good educational direction, but I don't think it should be mainstream.
1: Yeah. I think, I think that's a great way to put it. Like imagine if we went to Art Basel and there was like a room with like a hundred different headsets and you could go in, have your little experience and then cruise out.
0: That'd freak me out. It's like (laughs) WALL-E, you know? That's what I think of. I think of (laughs) WALL-E. Yeah.
1: I mean, that's, and I mean, the reason that we, we'd heard a lot of people talk about what they wanted to do with the augmented reality and like where they wanted to go or virtual reality. And a lot of people really want to use it in the travel space for traveling to a different destination. Like there were some people from Meta saying, wouldn't it be awesome if you could travel to the Sahara Desert at 9 a.m. when you don't have to work and be in a meeting at 12 p.m. in New York?
0: Which I think is cool if you don't have the resources to travel. You can't travel for one reason or another, whether it's... Like financial, medical, you know, things like that. But you can't taste the food in those other countries. You can't get the smell and the ambiance. You can't interact with real locals that actually live there. So I don't think that is comparable.
1: Yeah, it, it was so interesting here. I mean, all of the traveling people that we've talked to is like no there's no way that's going to like replace people traveling to the area but on the other hand all the people that work in like corporate and only are in New and let's say they work in New York they don't f- travel 50 weeks a year and in America we only get what two, one to weeks? two weeks yeah one two weeks per year to travel like that is absolutely ridiculous in my opinion. I think you should have way more time to travel. I think it would completely change the culture of America if people got to travel more and see what more of the world is like. But right now, so many Americans don't get the chance to do that. Because we're in the
0: corporate machine. It could be
1: a really, really cool way to like go and experience a culture. And maybe, maybe would that be enough to like, oh, wow, there's a lot. But though, I feel like the virtual reality on one hand would only take you to Let's see the pyramids. Let's see Niagara Falls. Let's see like
0: the, the, main the stuff. crazy
1: stuff in South Africa. You're not going to go talk with locals over over virtual reality. And you're not going to go, like G said, eat the food. And you're not going to go get lost on in some trail or some street in Puerto Vallarta and find the best tacos in the city. Like that's just not going to happen over virtual reality. And I feel like sometimes those are some of our favorite travel experiences.
0: But yeah, I feel like that's just about it on our virtual reality Miami Art Week.
1: Yeah, let us know what you think about the virtual reality. If you would be interested in going to this event, send us a DM on Instagram. I don't think you can DM directly on TikTok yet. I feel like you still have to be following people. It's a little weird on there, but send us a DM on Instagram. Let us know first off. Should we plan this content creator outdoor (laughs) adventure niche event? I don't think it's going
0: to work. It would be so
1: sick, though. If you are a destination planner, let us know. Hit us up. Is this a thing that we can make happen? Um, Would would you be interested in the virtual reality travel or... Do you think it, it's a bust? I don't know. I feel like it could, it could go somewhere.
0: But yeah, let us know what you think. And as always, thank you so much for listening to Unfiltered Adventures. We really appreciate having you guys listen.
1: We only have three more episodes until the end of the year. We're going to have to do something special. For New Year's, maybe continuing on. We will continue season two in 2023. But like G said, thanks so much for listening. If you guys want to help support us, please leave us a five-star review on Spotify or Apple Music wherever or wherever you're coming podcasts. from. Wherever you're coming from, it really does help. And if you found that one other person you think would like to help come to the outdoor content Stop creator, pushing thing, <laughs> this thing. Oh my God. <laughs> Send it to one other person if you think they would enjoy this episode or, or maybe do you think
0: they think. That that modern art is overrated. Maybe (laughs) they might get a kick out of it. I don't know.
1: Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Unfiltered Adventures, and we will see you next Friday.